Hello and welcome to the Brotherhood of Podcasting. We got a special Sunday edition. It's a bonus! <laughs> we got the heavily advertised zombie podcast that we've been talking about for a couple weeks now. All right. And uh, we're, we're here, uh, joined here with two special guests. We got Steve. What up? And we got our boy Corey. Yo, what up? Thanks for having us. And we also got the Brotherhood of Podcasting team. Nicholas, yo yo, and Johnny Mines. How you doing? And yours truly, the guy who's going to be speaking this whole time, <laughs> uh, Zach. So, how we're going to ring this thing off is we're going to start off with the uh, whole timeline. Uh, my guys here are probably going to interject and stuff with questions and things. So, sit tight, grab grab some popcorn, grab a drink, and it's going to be a long one, guys. What are we going to be uh, powered by? We're going to be powered by Dr. Monty Gumbleballs. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, we're Gumbums. off to a hot start. Hot start. <laughs> All right, boys, let's get, let's get deep and dive oh. right here. Let's go. Good thing I stretched. <laughs> All right. In the beginning. <laughs> slash original timeline. Okay, so timeline one. Here we go. Flashpoint. In the beginning, there was only the ether and the keepers. Among them were two beings who would later be known by the names, by many names. One would be known as Dr. Monty and the other as the Shadow Man. September 3rd, 5 AD. Knowing the planet as a gateway to Agartha, the Apothecon sent meteors of Element 115 to the Earth. They believe humanity will one day use Element 115 to wage war amongst themselves, opening a rift that will allow the Apothecons to escape the Dark ether. The 1200s. January 15th, 1292. <laughs> that was a big jump. <laughs> big God. Big fucking God. The Great War between Humanity and the Apothecons begins. Oh, it's go time. April 14th, 1294. Sir Pablo Marinez, I have no clue who that guy is, nope. <laughs> is saved from the clutches of a Margua by four unknown heroes. They would later become known as Primus. Primus. And Primus, for your information, is the... Uh, you can do it. I think it's it's the new characters that are Richtofen, Nikolai, Tank, and Takio, the newer ones. So from Black from Ops like Black Ops Three, okay, and at Origins yeah, timelines, okay, right. Timeline two. No, I don't know. I like it'll, it'll, we'll we'll let you know you what timeline is. You fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> God, All right. Uh, <laughs> are, are you done yet? <laughs> Stuck. <laughs> Rolling past the <laughs> All right. December 31st, 1299. Together <clears throat> with the Keepers, Primus defeats the Apothecons, bringing the Great War to an end. That was a great war. That was a long fucking war. <laughs> that was, was that, like five years? <laughs> Jesus. All right. 1300s. January 1st, 1300. Before... They seemingly disappear from history. Primus instructs the Wolf King to be building Durazendrak. Um, I don't know why I'm sweating so fucking much. It's so hot in here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You need a sweat rag? Oh my god, yeah, probably. Jesus, they're fucking gross. Um, September 19th, 1318. Honoring the Wolf King's dying request, his loyal servant, Arthur... Scatters and buries his bones in the grounds of Dreisendrak, accompanied by the king's wolf. Uh, September 20th, 1318. Temporal rifts teleport Arthur to Resolution 1295 in 2025 Angola. I have no clue what Resolution 1295 is, <laughs> but we'll keep going. 
Uh, now we jump up to God, Jesus Christ, you jump like 700 years. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> June 13th, 1908. Jesus okay. Christ. All right, we're good. I'm liking this. A meteor containing element 115 crashes near the stony Tunguska River, which yeah. is Shinonuma. Okay, here we go. Uh, 1920s. August 30th, 1925, Doctor, Dr. Edward Richthoff enjoys the Illuminati. Ooh. The Illuminati. Jeez. It's confirmed. Uh, <laughs> 1930s. February 4th, 1931, large deposits of element 115 are discovered near Breslau, Germany. Dr. Ludwig Maxis, a German scientist, is sent to investigate. May 10th, 1993, or 1931. Uh, that's my birth year, 1993. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to hell of a jump. <laughs> <laughs> Forbes, group 935, and international... Uh, organization dedicated to the study of element 115. Maxis tells the scientist, um, scientists that they represent the future of technological advancement and will be pioneers of human discovery. The group swears to work in secrecy from their respective governments. As Maxis says, we cannot afford to let this power fall into the wrong hands. November 5th, 1934. Samantha Maxis is born. Her mother dies in childbirth. Samantha Maxis is Maxis' daughter. Uh, August 11th, 1936, Maxis invites Richthofen to join Group 935. He agrees secretly secretly acting on behalf of the Illuminati's interests. Um, April 10th, 1937, the Imperial Japanese Army discovers Element 115 meteor fragments in a swamp with Japanese territory. They build the Rising Sun facility, which is Shinoduma. Or no, that... the. the Rising Sun facility is um, Zetsu Bonoshima, because that's Division 9 is created to oversee its operation. Takio. That's my guy. Woo! Takio. Uh, June 14th, 1937, the United States government discovers deposits of Element 115 at Groom Lake, which is Moon. Okay. Moon map, where you start out. Um... July 2nd, 1939, Maxis and Richthofen begin teleportation experiments with the matter trans- transfer transference prototype, the MTP, to, mi- to mild success. Subjects are teleported, but their chemical composition is altered, leaving them catatonic and changed. August 5th, 1939, uh, using element 115, Maxis and Richthofen resurrect one of the teleported corpses for the first time. Initially, it obeys, but soon becomes rabid and attacks them. Test subject is euthanized. September 3rd, 1939, Richthofen begins development of the Wonderwaff DG2. Wonderwaff DG2 is pretty much a weapon that shoots lightning and will... It's kind of like Deadwire. Yeah, from it's, Black a chain, Ops. it's a chain lightning gun. Yeah. Um, November 23rd, 1939, Maxis turns to the Richtag, which I'm guessing is a German group, um, for additional funding. Germany agrees to the request, expressing interest in their weapons, research, teleportation technology, and the reanimated undead subjects. December 4th, 1939, during test trial 151, Richthofen and Dr. Schuster, is another doctor, um, I think he was buddies with Richthofen, successfully teleport a walnut. Uh, This is the first successful test where the chemical composition of the object is maintained throughout the process and I think Dr. Schuster is heard in Derizodrak I think he's on the moon talking to Rick Toffin if I'm not mistaken um, now we're jumping to the 1940s January 4th 1940 Rick Toffin and Schuster conduct their first human teleportation test 
Richtofen is so confident in his in its success. In its success, <laughs> he volunteers himself, teleported, uh, teleported to the moon. He encounters the MPD, which is the the ether pyramid hidden by the apothecons. Uh, while inspecting the device, Richtofen is electrocuted and begins hearing the many voices of a corruption, including that of the Shadow Man. The device then teleports him to Shangri-La. Uh, corrupted by the Dark Aether, Richtofen is gradually being driven insane by an obsession to find Agartha. January 5th, 1940. <laughs> After a near-month absence, Richtofen returns to Schuster with a plan to build Griffin Station. <laughs> January 24th, 1940. Richtofen renounces his involvement with the Illuminati. When asked how, how he could abandon his obligation to the order, he says, Teddy was a liar. Uh, March 13th, 1940. Construction of Griffith Station on the moon begins frustrated. Begins. There's periods there. Frustrated with the Maxis' alignment with Germany, other disgruntled Group 935 scientists joined the cause. Man, it, it's so hard to concentrate. It's fucking sweat. Like, I'm, fucking, I'm drenched right now. You want a towel or something? Yeah, I'm going to need one. Because I'm fucking sweating bullets. Fucking <laughs> bitch here. Fucking sweating fucking bullets. Moving the table. You need to get out? Just a little bit. Alright. Just a little bit. Are you already No, man, I'm just... Cramped? Yeah. He's cramped! Cramped! Escalators! Break number one. Break number one was that, like, ten minutes in? Four minutes in. Corey, you need... You want to sit on the outside? I'm gonna have to do something. I'm fucking getting claustrophobic over here. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to come out here? I'll sit in there. No, I don't think you can sit in there. It's not possible. Well, are you calling me fat? No, dude. Are you gonna? You gonna? I've sat there. You gonna fuck the table all night? Maybe. And he will fuck the table all night. But just wait, pull the table out a little bit. That's all. Shut <laughs> ah! up! <laughs> Let the shoes thing begin. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. That's what you wrote down? I was like, I thought you were writing down. Look how, look how much Jack's No, 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 no. I won't insult you. I'll tell you. It's your face. <laughs> Are you good now? Yeah, man. Is you sure? Yeah. I just couldn't stay spread eagle all night. Do we have any questions yet? Like, I don't know. What year are we on? <laughs> Wait, can the you start 1940? over? <laughs> you want me to start over? 1940. Wow, I'm good. Well, nothing. Nothing big has really happened yet. Yeah. And well, he's doing the teleportation things now. Yeah. And he's, so he's it's realizing big, it's an idea. It's a big idea here. Well, it's not teleportation. An idea, it's a thing. I love teleportations. Okay. Okay. You um, I take a pillow. July thirteenth, nineteen forty. Maxis instructs his assistant Another? Sophia to write a letter to the Rishtag High Command requesting additional funds. Though he reports the mass production will be under uh, way shortly. Darice lacks not only the funding, but sufficient volumes of Element 115. August 1st, 1940, in response to Maxis's request, Germany creates two new facilities for Group 935. They are the Kino facility, and uh, a repurposed theater, and the asylum facility at the Wittenu Sanatorium in Berlin. That is Baruch. 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 That's Baruch. However, however you'd like to say it. Fuck. Um... August 18th, 1940, 
As per Germany's request, the Japanese Imperial Army hands over the Rising Sun facility to Group 935. Division 9 remains involved on site. That is Etsubo. Um, October 3rd, 1940, Group 935 establishes a research facility in Siberia near the Tuska, Tunguska River, which is uh, Shinonuma again. Or, yeah, that's Shinonuma because that's where the meteor landed. Um, I'm just going to keep these off. Can you move it on there? Yes, I can. I'm just going <laughs> to have to be like this. Um, November 6, 1940, Group 935 establishes a research facility at Dreisendrack, codenaming the facility Eagle's Nest. June 24, 1941, Nikolai Belensky's wife is killed during the German advance into the Soviet Union. In an effort to numb the pain, Nikolai increasingly turns to vodka. <laughs> He's you? cheering that Nikolai's wife died. I didn't. Well, no. Why did you look you at me like my guy. No, I, no, I thought you were fucking like doing oh, faces no. in the camera. No, no, it's because my guy is introduced now. Yeah, but he's no, he's not, introduced under turmoil. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what happens. He goes like this, and his <laughs> wife is dead. January eleventh, nineteen forty-two. Maxis gives birth. No, he, yeah, he gives birth what? to Fluffy. <laughs> Maxis gives Fluffy to Samantha. The dog is experiencing... I Man, I can't read for shit. The dog <laughs> is expecting a litter. January 20, 20th, 1942. Maxis tests the first fi file for storage on the data server. What the fuck that means. Uh, January 26, 1942. On the data server, Maxis... Catalogs locations with prominent element 115 deposits. He includes information about its various applications and sites that the reanimation of dead cells is a pos possible side effect. January 30th, 1942, Richthofen completes the Wonderwolf DG2 prototype. February 1st, 1942, with Griffin Station completed, Richthofen names Dr. Groff, lead scientist, and returns to the Earth to continue the the charade, 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 however you want to pronounce it, with Maxis. Working alongside Schuster, Groff is let to discover how to power the MDP. So I'm guessing at this point, uh, uh, Maxis has no clue what the hell is going on, on on the moon. Sounds like a bunch of us. <laughs> <laughs> January 2nd, 1942. In a speech to his staff, Groff talks optimistically about Griffith Station Station's uh, establishment as a permanent base of operations. April 17, 1942, Maxis develops the Raygun prototype at the Rising Sun facility. H. Porter works on developing the second generation model. June 13, 1942, a result of temp temporal rifts in 1965, Kino um, Monty reaches across time and offers the little nudges. One nudge is devel developing Group 935's Element 115 fused elixirs. Uh, they create four medical medicinal beverages known as known colloquial, colloquially as Juggernaut, Quick Revive, Speed Cola, and Double Tap. June twenty eighth, nineteen forty two, Group nine three five continues development of a uh, weapons upgrade machine, Pack a Punch, which will be later known as Pack a Punch. Yes. <laughs> July eighteenth, nineteen forty two. Groff and Schuster unwillingly discover how to change the MDP. When Schuster kills a rat near the device, its death inexplicably begins filling the tank, charging the device. They report their findings to Richthofen. July 20th, 1942, Richthofen begins sending soldiers and scientists to the moon to be sacrificed, their souls used to charge the MDP. 
November 5th, 1942, Takio Masaki is dispatched by the Emperor to oversee the work of Group 935 and Division 9 at the Rising Sun facility. December 8th, 1942, Richthofen shares the Element 115-based elixir recipes with Griffin Station. They develop Mule Kick. December 9th, 1942, Nikolai's brother is killed in battle in the Battle of Stalingrad. December 14th, 1942, Richthofen creates the Monkey Bone. I love how every time Nikolai is, is noticed in this timeline, ever, it's, it's always someone yeah. bad. So <laughs> he's so bitter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, December 16th, 1942, in a personal log, Maxis expresses concern over Element 115's impact on Richthofen's behavior. No longer trusting him, he wonders if it was a mistake to invite him to Group 935. December 20th, 1942, accompanied by Sophia, Maxis is transferred to the Kino facility to focus on creating Germans' undead army. Samantha is left in Richthofen's care. January 8th, 1943, Maxis worries he and Sophia have grown too close and considers sending her away. January 16, 1943, Nikolai is captured by German forces during the Battle of Stalingrad. He becomes a subject in Group 935 experiments. January 27, 1943, Maxis reports success with Subject 26, whose violent outbursts have been greatly reduced. Maxis believes this method of treatment will be 100% effective in most cases. February 2nd, 1943, the Battle of Stalingrad ends. February 10th, 1943, Maxis reports that the treatment has been perfected. He believes if Subject 26 can retain the impressions longer than 26 hours, then the delivery of the zombie army can be accelerated. February 12th, 1943, after attacking a handler, Subject 26 is killed and deemed uh, another setback. May 18, 1943, Harvey Yenna begins his work with Group 935. June 4, 1943, Primus, Primus arrives from Dimension 63 in an effort to prevent the events that are about to unfold. They formulate a plan to stop this Dimension's Richthofen, which is the Ultimus Richthofen. Which is timeline one? I don't know what timeline it is. Or the original four characters. Yeah, the original four characters. So... So we're going to name... Ultimus, Ultimus characters are Timeline 1. Yes. Premise uh, is 2. Ta- 2. And then there's other yeah. the other characters. Okay. But wait. Wouldn't Premise technically be 1? No. No. It, they're a different dimension. They're, oh. they're from Dimension 63. Oh. I think... I don't know if we find out uh, Ultimus, what time they're from, timeline they're... Or dimension they're from. But we might. Dang it. You know whose fault this is? Barry Allen's. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Flashpoint, man. He just messes everything up. He does. He fucked everything. Same as father. <laughs> Inconsiderate douche. All right, let's All continue. Right. Uh, where was I? Uh, June 11th, 1943, Richthofen is contacted from the house by Maxis, who warns, who warns that the, f- the test subjects must never be allowed to be awakened. The havoc that would be wrecked, wreaked upon the future by such simple-minded individuals would be catastrophic. June 15, 1943, Taki reports to the Emperor that the work being done at the Rising Side facility is unacceptable. July 19, 1943, Primus Richthofen is teleported to the house in Agartha, reuniting him with Maxis. July 24, 1943, 
on the orders of the Emperor, Takio is taken prisoner by Group 935 and Division 9. He is used as a test subject for experiments. July 14, 1944, after the setbacks with Subject 26, Maxis reports new success with the Undead Army. However, he maintains his belief that the Undead cannot be controlled or maintained. September 2, 1944, Pablo Marinus, a Mexican spy, is captured by Group 935 at Derizendrak. May 9, 1945, so we skip uh, pretty much a whole year. In his cell, Pablo writes of, vis- uh, writes of visions of a great war. He describes a great battle against strange demon-like creatures who were trying to devour the earth. In his vision, he sees four knights protecting, protect him from certain death. He makes a note that the knights wore tunics similar to those in Derizendrak. June 4, 1945. Notch Toten. An allied plane malfunctions over an airfield and crashes. German army trucks transporting the undead in element 115 between group 935 facilities are struck in the crash. The Marines surviving the crash hold out against the undead as long as they can. June 17, 1945, Peter McCann infiltrates group 935 at Dur- Durice. June 29, 1945, Groff and Schuster develop the wave gun. The wave gun is found on Moon and pretty much... Um, if you, it's when you combine them, they they like blow up into balloons. Yeah. And then when you have them separate, it's just uh, it's like a zap gun. Zap gun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, July fifteenth, nineteen forty-five. Richthofen travels to the Siberian facility to do further research on live experience <coughs> specimens. As her temporary guardian, he takes Samantha with him. Group nine three five begins trans- transferring three test subjects for exp- experimentation: Nikolai, Pablo, and Takio. July 29, 1945, while Richthofen works at the Siberian facility, Group 935 begins development of Deadshot Daiquiri. And, sorry to mention, Siberian facility is, is called the dead. Um, August 31, 1945, CIA and handler Cornelius Purnell confirms that Peter McCann has successfully infiltrated Group 935 and has been transferred to the asylum facility. Cornelius suspects Group 935 is losing control of their experiments and has sent in a Marine recon uh, unit to extract McCann. Yours truly, Denk Dempsey, is to lead the squad. September 1st, 1945, Peter is outed as a spy and captured by Group 935. Well, that sucks for him. (laughs) Well, that sucks for him. (laughs) (laughs) September 2nd, 1945, Richthofen reports Pablo has died following a spleen removal. He also reve- reveals he's been performing experiments on Samantha. World War II ends. Group 935 continues their research. Temporal rifts begin to affect the asylum facility. An orderly re- reports increasing problems with test subjects. Many in the facility have begun hearing voices coming from the walls, including the sobbing of a boy and a girl screaming, and a man shouting for a man and a man shouting for children to close the windows. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. That'll make sense. September 3rd, 1945, an outbreak occurs at the asylum facility. Peter McCann escapes. Uh, September 6th, 1945, Vrucht, Dempsey, John Banana, Smokey, and a fourth Marine arrive at the asylum facility to find it overrun by zombies. They fight off the horde as long as they can. Dempsey is apprehended by Group 935. 
September 7th, 1945. John Banana <laughs> writes messages <laughs> and <laughs> records his last words while being eaten alive by an undead Smokey. September 9th, uh, September 10th, 1945, Richthofen reports another spy has been captured and will be brought in to replace the Mexican. The subject is Dempsey. I got it. Dem uh, September 13th, 1945, Cornelius Purnell attempts to send a transmission to Peter McCann, telling him to rendezvous at the Rising Sun facility. September 17th, 1945, Dempsey arrives at the Siberian facility. September 20th, 1945, Richthofen documents the personality traits of his test subjects. Dempsey's intellect seems low, but his will is strong. Takio is still, is still staring at the floor, muttering what sounds like some kind of proverb over and over again. Nikolai has recently begun responding to stimuli, but only after injections of a uh, new serum made prima primarily from vodka. <laughs> Richthofen notes that their minds have been almost entirely broken with no memory remaining of who they once were. September 24th, 1945, Maxis returns to Doris. He orders Richthofen to do likewise so they may continue their work on the matter trans transference device. As this shit's going on, Maxis has no clue that the teleporter actually worked. Okay. And Griffith Station, I'm guessing. Um... It goes in. It'll it'll go into it. It tells you about that. Well, yeah, pretty much like when I was reading about when Rick Toffin and um, Schuster teleported the the, uh, the walnut, walnut, then they used Rick Toffin himself to teleport him, and he landed at the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually they built Griffith Station. Yeah, but, but I I don't think Gr Maxis knew about Griffith Station. He does because Rick Toffin told him, and Maxis was like, "Well, this is we don't need this. It's like we don't need a walnut." It's like you tell me you pretty much you tell me that when you teleport uh, a zombie or a person or a person matter. for that matter because he's like this is useless it goes into it more keep reading all right <laughs> <laughs> september 27 1945 richtofen returns to duris with dempsey nikolai takio and samantha october 1st 1945 maxis reports on richtofen's findings with his test live test test subjects noting that their that while their baseline psyche remains intact all specific memories have been lost um october 1st 1945 infuriated to learn that maxis has not been mass producing the dg2 as he swore he would richtofen re revels in his plot to destroy maxis and samantha vowing that he will no longer continue to work on his undead army Eight, October 8th, 1945, Graf reports to Richthofen, the MDP is nearly ready. October 12th, 1945, Graf radios Richthofen to inform him that the device has been powered up and is awaiting the conduit. Richthofen says he will pro proceed with Operation Shield and dispose of Maxis and Samantha. October 13th, 1945, what? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> through frustrated though frustrated that the matter transfer transference tests have been largely unsuccessful Maxis acknowledges that the test subjects uh, departure in, in quotations from their original point of origin is undeniable however Richtofen suggests suggestion that the subjects have been transported not through space but time itself 
causes Maxis to worry of uh, worry of his intention of his irrational. Here we go. Irrationality may soon go. prove a liability to our. You got it, man. You fucking got it. I got it. You good. I got it. Nikolai. Maxis and Rick often perform teleportation test trials in test subjects, on test subjects numbers three, four, and five. All fail, including test five, where Maxis uses Fluffy. Uh, as test six fails, Fluffy now changed is teleported back into the chamber. Samantha sees Fluffy and runs into the teleporter. Maxis chases after her. And Richtofen seals them both in the test chamber and teleports all three of them. Bye, Felicia. Samantha is teleported to the moon while Graf and Schuster work on the MPD. Running into the MPD, she is drawn inside of it, where she becomes corrupted by the dark ether. Maxis is teleported to the crazy place and develops the power to merge with electricity. Richtofen returns to the moon. Learning Samantha is trapped in the MPD, he orders Graf to teleport Maxis there to coax her out of the device. He also warns Graf to keep an eye out for an evil-looking dog. In an, in an effort to free Samantha, Maxis approaches the MDP and persuades her to come out. Once she does, Maxis gives her an instruction, an instruction, because that's greatly written, gives her an instruction, kill them all. Maxis kills himself and merges with the technology at Griffin Station while Samantha unleashes the undead upon the base. October 14th, 1945, H. Porter activates the alarm as an outbreak occurs at Derek's. Before taking a cyanide capsule, he says, uh, he says he's all out of hope and God forgive us all. Richthofen returns to the Derek's and awakens Dempsey, Takio, and Nikolai. With no recollection, recollection of who they are and who Richthofen is, they agree to help him. The four would become known as Ultimus. October 18th, 1945, Peter McCann parachutes over the Rising Sun facility. He dies shortly after. And you can see him hanging in Shadow Numa. <laughs> we've, we've had a lot of fun with Peter. <laughs> when Samantha goes and she's with the, the MPD thing, is that the, the, that's the pyramid? That's the pyramid. Okay. Yeah. Just so everyone knows, that's the pyramid on Moon. That when you complete that Easter egg, it opens up and then. Very good. She, yeah. she, you, you'll see her in, in the pyramid. And then something happens after that, so. Yeah. yeah. Some juicy shit happens after yeah. that. Uh, October 21st, 1945, Shinonuma, Ultimus travels to the Rising Sun facility to recover Richtofen's diary. Upon reading it, Richtofen begins to form his plan to defeat Samantha. October 28th, 1945, Dries. Ultimus returns to Dries with his diary. Richtofen plans to use the teleporter to return to the moon and confront Samantha. Unfortunately, the Wonderwaff DG2 overloads the teleporter and sends them through time, causing Richtofen to drop his diary. Points. Nine, uh, November 15th, or 5th, 1945, Group 9 through 5 is disbanded. January 19th, 1946, the United States and the Soviet Union share the resources discovered from 935's uh, various research stations. Richthofen's diary is among the items recovered by the Soviet Union. January 27, 1946, the Pentagon hires many former Group 935 scientists in an effort to replicate their work. January 29, 1946, as with their U.S. counterparts, the Soviets hire many former Group 935 scientists. Among them is Harvey Yena, who forms the Ascension Group. 1950s. 
Drink time. I don't know why that noise is just funny. <sighs> okay. July 29th, 1952, the Pentagon begins experiments involving their own versions of the undead. May 20, 20th, 1955, the U.S. government tra transfers a number of Element 115 experiments to the Groom Lake facility, which is Area 51. Nice. October 19th, 1955, Gersh and Yuri... Zav Zavoski begin work for the Ascension Group. April 25th, 1956, Shangri-La. Explorers Brock and Gary, and not the guys from Pokemon, <laughs> discover Sh Shangri-La. During an eclipse, they are unwillingly trapped in a time loop. Sally, sent back in time from 2011, is trapped in the same loop. Ultimus arrives in Shangri-La with the help of Brock and Gary. They acquire the focusing stone. I didn't realize that they were that old. Hold on. So Sally. I don't know who Sally is. From 2011? Is. Oh, my God. Who is Sally? Why the f No, 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 no I no, wrote no. on my paper. I is said I'm lost. <laughs> 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 There's too many. This, this is why I never did well in history. There's too many fucking dates. S Sally's not the name of any of the zombie characters, right? I don't believe so. Because mm -hmm. it's Misty, Mustang right? Sally. Misty. Wait, what is it? Mustang say? and Sally. But that's that's the only Sally that you really... Yeah. All right, whatever. Word up. Uh, June 3rd, 1959, the Pentagon constructs their own prototype teleporter and commence experimentation. 1960s. March 5th, 15th, 1962, studying group 935's medicinal elixir research... The Ascension Group develops PhD Flopper and Stamina. PhD Flopper uh, protects you from explosive, explosive damage and, and fall damage. Two excellent and fall damage. And Stamina makes you run for a longer period of time. Suck, bro. Which I enjoy Stamina. Especially with an LMG. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, we'll get into that later, though. <laughs> November 11th, 1962. Gersh begins work on Project Thunder. December third, December twelfth, nineteen sixty-two. Gersh and Yuri begin work on the Gersh device, codename Project Mer Mercury. Pretty much, Project Thunder will, will later become the Thunder Gun, and the Gersh device is pretty much like a throwable weapon that, when you throw it, it pretty much spawns like a black hole that will suck zombies in, and you can also like teleport yourself thunder. if you jump into it. And the thunder. And the thunder. June 15, 1963, the Pentagon begins development, development on their own version of the Wonderwap DG2. Um, August 17, 1963, the Pentagon begins development on their own version of the Winter's Howl. October 28, 1963, Kino Deer Totem. From Darice, Ultimus teleports to Kino. This makes the first, ult first time Ultimus travels across space and time. Temporal rifts occur across dimensions. In light of these developments, Monty feels obligated to step in and begins to, ch to make changes in the background across time. He helps Group 935 invent perk machines. He adds chalk drawing drawings to the walls. Little nudges. Ultimus locates uh, a lunar lander and fly to the Ascension facility. So, so wait, time out. Do we all understand that? What? What? When, how Dr. Monty comes into play? Not yet. Pretty much Monty like comes in and he'll 
push these characters to go a certain way so he can get yeah, his the, his end goal. Yeah, so like they they still hear him in in his head, but like he doesn't show up until later. But he just gives them like little clues, like like the chalk on the on the walls of the guns. Okay. To push in a uh, different direction. No, push in his direction. His direction. What Monty? Yes, essentially, yeah. essentially his direction. Which. So the the guns on the wall are from Monty. Yes. Like the chalk is, is from Monty. Yeah, and like the chalk writings that you see, like all the words, like ascend from darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's him. Good job, Doctor Monty. But uh, we'll find out the, the path that he wants you to take. Yes. We find that out, and then. We'll, we'll get into the rest. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it. Um, October 29, 1963, Gershom informs the senior staff that Yuri has been removed from Project Mercury and has been transferred to Rocket Research. Yuri begins to notice the appearance of children's toys around the facility. November 1st, 1963, <clears throat> upon reading Richthofen's diary, Yuri begins to hear Samantha's voice. Over several days, her voice will consume him. Driving him to the brink of insanity, she orders him to resume work on the Gersh device. He obeys. Know who Yuri is? Uh, Yuri is a scientist that. Uh, He's in five. That's yeah. the scientist in five. Yeah. Though. Is that the? That's the yeah. That's the Pentagon thief. Yeah. Uh, and how do you know this? I got. Well, explain to the peeps. I was about uh, to ask that question too. I think they they go into it more, but um, I watched. I watched this whole thing already. Oh, you watched a yeah. YouTube video? I got yeah. you. I got you. Um, where was I? November 4th, 1963, Gersh announces to the committee that Project Thunder is nearly com- is nearing completion. Gersh reveals Yuri may need to be removed from Ascension entirely, having observed his being hostile towards other scientists and frequently observed muttering to himself. November 5th, 1963, Obeying Samantha's wishes, Yuri tricks Gersh into activating the Gersh device. The rift created absorbs him and allows Samantha to travel through. Yuri is also absorbed and teleported to the Pentagon. So pretty much what Corey was saying was that Yuri eventually becomes the Pentagon thief that you see in 5. He's such an asshole. But what's his reasoning for stealing your guns? Pierce me Because he's an asshole. He's an insane asshole. He really so wait, he he, th- he he used so he, the, the device. He right? turned on. He, he told. Well, he tricked. He, he tricked, tricked Gersh to turn on the device, mm-hmm. and then he he, which which allowed Samantha to come through. But he went through as well. Yes. Yeah, he got sucked. And, and then Yuri is absorbed and transported to. But he w- he didn't plan on going through. No, probably no, he not. Got so he just. <laughs> he was in the crossfire. Yeah. What a fucking dingus. Okay. November 6th, 1963. Ascension. Ultimus arrives at the Soviet Cosmodrome and free Gersh from the Kazmir mechanism. Richthofen recovers his diary and learns that they need the Vril device from the Siberian facility for his plan. Maintaining his ethereal form, Gersh sends them into a rift to their next destination before beginning his travels across space and time. Five. In the Pentagon, John F. Kennedy, Richard Nixon, and Robert McNamara meet with Fidel Castro in the aftermath of the Cuban Missile Crisis. Due to the events at the Cosmodrome, due to the, I'm guessing the events, it's missing an E, at the Cosmodrome, a zombie outbreak occurs. Samantha sends Yuri to the Pentagon to thwart their survival. Uh, after Gersh is freed and Ultimus departs from the Cosmodrome, 
the outbreak ends at the Pentagon. All four survive. So pretty much when they opened up the Gersh device, I guess they sent z- she sent zombies to the Pentagon. Yeah. So that makes sense. That's how they got there. Yeah. yeah. But they can't get up on the table, though. No. <laughs> They're physically impossible. I don't, I don't understand. Incapable of doing it. Um, November 19, 1963, in an effort to avoid another undead outbreak, the U.S. government creates the Broken Arrow Program. Establishing several facilities across the country, the Groom Lake Program is folded into Broken Arrow. August 11, 1973, Broken Arrow recovers a shard of element 115 from Division 9. 1970s. Um, Good Arrow. September 29th, 1979, Russman begins work at, um, at Broken Arrow. He's actually crucial to the timeline. Over the course of his employment, yeah. his extensive exposure to the element 115 leads to significant memory loss. 1980s. April 20th, 1983, Broken Arrow begins live animal experiments with the shard, creating BIOS. I do not know what BIOS is, but they created BIOS. What's Kremlin? Uh, June 24th, 1986, a containment breach involving the BIOS occurs at one of the Broken Arrow facilities. Russman is one of the few to escape alive. The facility is shut down and abandoned. Its, project, its projects are transferred to other locations. 1990s. June, 9, June 24th, 1996, Victus arrives at the abandoned Broken Arrow facility. Still being pursued by the undead Richtofen, they recover the Element 115 shard and depart through the, another rift. So wait, time out. Victus is... Victus is, Black the, sh- Ops 2? is the shitty characters, I think. So Black Ops so 2. So Premise. Which is the new... This is time... Which is essentially Timeline, timeline 2. 2. Okay, Ultimus. Ultimus is the, is the old characters. One. Original characters. Victus. Victus, Victus I think, is, is the shitty characters. Like Misty, Russman, and all that. Okay, yeah, 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 right. Okay. All right, sorry. I'm shocked they, they spoke about them now, but... Well, because look how far ahead in time we are. Yeah, sure We're in the 90s already. They didn't even like, say anything about them really much. I love the 90s. Um, now we jump, like, uh, almost 20 years. Ju- uh, March 17th, 2011. Call the Dead. After nice. entering the rift, Ultimus arrives at the Siberian facility in 2011 where they, are, they find themselves trapped in a closet while George A. Ramar, Romero films his latest project at the, at the location. Samantha, in her pursuit of Ultimus, unleashes an undead outbreak. The film stars fight the horde, the undead horde, ultimately recovering the Viril device for Richtofen. Ultimus teleports to Shangri-La in an effort to acquire the next artifact required to defeat Samantha, the focusing stone. Pretty much what you get from from Call of the Dead is the the golden staff. The golden staff. Yeah. Um, there's an Easter egg there that you do, and you acquire the staff. The golden Super staff. Super easy, right? Uh, yeah, for the most. It's part. supposed to be really easy, but it the didn't game. work for us. <laughs> 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 the other day, we might have to go back and play that one. But that's when the, they're trapped in the closet, and you gotta do all the tasks yeah. for them, and get the submarine to come up, and most the lighthouse. Most stone hands. Yeah, right. Steve was the one. Stone it was hands. not me. You're stone hands. You Steve. knocked Come me on, out of man. the way. Yeah, oh, okay. here we go with the excuses. All right. It wasn't me. I caught it every time. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. Every time. April 11th, 2011. Following the disappearance of the Call of the Dead cast and crew, Romero's assistant, Sally, begins to search for her boss. Her journey Wait, leads her back to Shangri-La Sally. during an eclipse, which sends her back in time to April 25th, 1956. 
And now we know who Sally is. Wait, who's assistant? George Romero. Romero. George oh. Romero. That's her. That's her, it, oh, his okay. uh, assistant. Okay. Now we know who Sally is. Good for her. Twenty twenties. April twenty. April tenth, twenty twenty-five. Broken Arrow creates the denizens, which are those little gremlin oh, yes. things in transit, transit that will just cut your face. Oh, cut your face. July 8th, 2025, Broken Arrow accidentally creates the Avogadro, which is the Electro Man in I transit. I hate that guy. <laughs> um, September 1st, 2025, in desperate need to be... to, In desperate need for more Element 115, Broken Arrow uses an extra, ex- excavator to drill near the nuclear testing facility known as Nuketown. Uh, October t- 13th, 2025, Moon. Using the Vril, de- the Vril device and the focusing stone, Richtofen completes his grand scheme and swaps bodies with Samantha on the moon, giving him full control of the zombies and the ether. Maxis con- contacts the remaining members of Ultimus through the station's electronics and asks for their help to defeat Richtofen. They agree. They launch missiles at the Earth, leaving it fractured and broken. They sever Richtofen's connection with the ether, but he maintains control over the zombies. Once Maxis controls the ether in 2035, he returns to the moon and plucks Samantha from Richtofen's body to join him in Agartha. <clears throat> the Earth fracturing triggers further temporal rifts, teleporting in an 1800s American Western town underneath a mining facility in Angola. Arthur is pulled through the rift from 1318, arriving in the now buried town. And now we know who Cletus is. Cletus. That the big dude who isn't buried. That, yeah, that helps. <laughs> yeah. Um, a Nuketown, uh, Nuketown zombies. A nuclear bomb explodes outside of Nuketown as a result of Broken Arrow's drilling. CIA and CDC operatives arrive to find an undead outbreak already in progress. One of the missiles from the moon hits Nuketown, killing all on sight, except for Mar- Marlton Johnson, who survives by hiding in a nuclear bunker. And I think there is a little Easter egg on Nuketown Zombies, where if you go by the nuclear bunker, mm-hmm. you can actually hear him talking. Um, uh, November 5th, 2025, Broken Arrow is disbanded after the primary facility is lost in, in a fire. It is later to believe, is later believed to be an active arson committed by employees, destroying evidence implicating them in the outbreak. Russman his mind broken after over 40 years of exposure to element 115, begins to wander the earth. March 18th, 2027, in his distress call, in a distress call, former CDC assistant director George Barkley, Barkley, (laughs) reveals that the infectious contaminants have gone airborne. What? Why are you looking at me like I did something wrong? I don't know, you're leaning, no, someone kicked me. Did you do it on purpose or you you need something? Okay. <laughs> no, I gotta edit that whole part out. Fuck me. You're gonna have to edit a lot of shit out. Shit. That's alright. Um, reveals that the infectious contamination contaminants have gone airborne. He advises caution regarding any allies showing signs of a short-term memory loss, psychosis, delusion, and paranoia. March 27, 2027. <coughs> that's a that's a fucking tongue twister. A society of survivors who eat, eat the undead flesh is formed. They are the flesh. 
<coughs> excuse me. May 12th, 2027, Samuel J. Stulinger joined the flesh. He's part of Victus. He Stulinger, part of it. Stulinger, Marlton, Misty, and Russman yes. are Victus. Black Ops 2 characters, just in case you don't know. Through the consumption of the undead meat, the flesh begin hearing Richtofen's voice. He tries to persuade them to build global polarization devices in pursuit of his new plan to mend the rift in space-time and acquire full control of the ether. June 28, 2027, Maxis begins communicating to the survivors on Earth, telling those willing to listen to, to build global polarization devices for him in pursuit of his new plan, to open a Garth and reunite him with Samantha, even though it will result in the destruction of the Earth. April 4th, 2028, the flesh broadcasts their messages across all frequencies. They tell others to heed our call and that the path of enlightenment can be achieved by consuming the undead. The flesh broadcasts messages telling others to heed their call and that the path of enlightenment is achieved, is achieved by consuming the undead. 19, December, 19, December 9th, 2028, Max's followers begin constructing a spire near the Hanford site facility. January 3rd, 2029, Maxis's followers begin to doubt him, believing he may in, in fact be evil. They destroy their ele electronics. March 2nd, 2029, Maxis's followers attempt to speak to him again. Many, of, many have become, begun to hear Richtofen and those loyal to Maxis's, Maxis eagerly await further instruction. August 15th, 2029, a broadcast is sent out confirming the fall of the flesh and Maxis' followers. With each group hearing the voice of Richtofen or Maxis, a battle broke out between them. As they fought, a zombie horde moved in and destroyed all who remained. Stulinger is one of the few to escape. Richtofen and Maxis are left with no, no one to communicate near Green Run. Green Run is transit. Correct. Uh, where the first polarization device must be constructed. 2030s. October 13, 2035, Stulinger bumps into Russman, who has stolen a bus from an abandoned Broken Arrow facility. October 21, 2035, Transit. Stulinger and Russman run into Marlton and Abigail Misty Brierton Bre uh, at a diner near the Hanford site facility. Maxis asks them to complete the polarization device in his favor. Stulinger, ha having consumed zombie meat, is con contacted by Richtofen, who orders Stulinger to construct the device for him instead. The crew constructs the device for Maxis. <clears throat> the four would become known as Victus. October 22, 2035, Die Rise. Still hoping to regain control, Richtofen teleports Victus to Province 22, where he demands that Stulinger activate the second polarization device once again, the crew sides with Maxis. The voices cease for some time, leaving Victus to wander the earth. December 31st, 2035, buried. Victus arrives at an old western town now located beneath a mining facility in Angola. They discover Arthur in a jail cell. He assists them on their journey. The voices of Maxis and Richthofen return. They activate the final polarization device in Maxis's favor now corrupted by the Dark Aether, he reveals his intentions to Victus and punishes Richtofen by trapping his soul in a zombie. 
drawn in, Agar- in into Agartha by her father, Samantha witnesses the evil that has corrupted him. When a rift opens in Dimension 63 in 1918, she reaches out to the timeline's Maxis for help. Dimension 63 deals with Primus timeline. Correct. And this is pretty much the start of Origins. So at origins. this point, when they went to Buried, yes. they're just fighting for control. Maxis and Richtoff are just fighting for control at yeah, this point. Pretty much. And then yeah. the Victus guys side with Maxis the whole time. But in the game, you can do either or either Easter egg. Yeah. But now, yep. now um, Richtofen wants control of the the zombies to take well, over the world. Richtofen wants to regain his control of Agartha. Okay. Or is it Agartha? Or is it um the ether? Okay. That's what he wants to regain. Like he has control of zombies, but he wants the full control back. And then Maxis is just fighting for... Fighting to get his daughter back. Okay. He doesn't care about destroying the Earth. Okay. <clears throat> January, 20th, January 10th, 2036, Primus Richtofen instructs undead Richtofen to pursue Victus and recover their blood vials. And that's why that makes sense in the trailer with Blood of the Dead that you you see the hat of Misty, Misty. which I th- I believe that they're, they're at uh, um, Mob, Mob of the Dead. dead. January 19th, 2036, Primus Richtofen begins to manipulate Stuhlinger, opening a rift for Victus to begin their new journey. Pursued by undead Richtofen and an army of the undead, Victus enters the rift. Maxis destroys Earth and all its surviving inhabitants. Now we are in Dimension 63, slash Origins, Mob the Dead, and Shadows of Evil. So, timeline two. Timeline two. Premise characters. Premise. Yeah. Black Ops uh, three. You guys want me to keep going, or do you want to... You take a break? Take a little break. You take a break. Take a little break. Okay. okay. We'll come what back up, after a short intermission. intermission. Yeah. Hi, T. That's Steve, by the way. Yeah, doofy-looking guy that, with the hat. That's John. Don't he knows Zach and Corey. Don't worry about me. Oh. You guys good so far? Don't, don't I, I'm going to ask you the question. Don't you good you. so far? <laughs> I, know, I have the general knowledge. Steve? I'm actually doing a lot better than I thought. <laughs> it's just that some of these dates like don't they're really... All, they're all over the fucking place sometimes. That and I plus mean, they don't really mean too, too yeah. much. And no, there's no that's, real that's secret. What it's, still, it's still very... The it, they give you weird. They give you, they give you information, but it's still very vague. Yeah. And all this information is coming from a poster that they released before, or like at the time of Zombie Chronicles, which, which was, was DLC, DLC 5 in Black Ops 3. Yes. Yeah. How long are we going so far? Not even an hour. No, I guess Sean's wrong. I think we thought it was going to be. Well, it's not done yet. It's not done yet. <laughs> I don't know. Because oh. oh. now, now the juicy stuff is coming. Oh, yeah? Juicy yeah. coming? Yo, is it one of those no, it was just an ad. What? You get one of those snack packs? Why you gotta throw it like wow. a dude? <laughs> what do you mean? You caught it. What we got? Who we got in here? The tea? Yeah, tea. Good for you, She's talking gaga. Don't stroke his ego. Don't She's fucking say him. shit like that. It doesn't matter. What's T saying? It doesn't matter. She's talking about me? No. No. Him? No. Him? No. I just what? Shut up, John. What? She's talking about you. She's calling you sexy. 
Oh my god. Don't worry, she said my What'd you say, T? Good job, T. Just now, T said my voice. T, it said she can't T. tell you. T, don't now get the fuck T, out of here. T, don't don't look at Steve. He'll he'll impregnate well, you. Oh god. <laughs> I was gonna say you're about to get pregnant. <laughs> what what, what one look into your soul, he'll impregnate you. Right then, there, like that. <laughs> what did she say? You're sexy. You're better looking than she thought. Okay, she, <laughs> she apparently said, liked my voice she on said, Xbox. Corey, how much of the water do you need to drink? The bottle is the size of my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta stay hydrated. It's bulking season. It's bulking season. Yo, I'm hungry. What? I'm hungry too. You want some of that sandwich? Then go eat your sandwiches. I'm about to. You guys split that. I'll pay for it. Fuck what? Steve, I'll just suck you off later. Cut that. What do you mean? You're just gonna do it right after. True. We'll do it right now if he wants to. Yeah. We'll do it live. (laughs) No, no, we won't. We can do it live on your channel, not mine. T's excited. Don't get T excited. <laughs> you can turn to a fish? <laughs> no. T, I can't believe you said that comment. <laughs> I love you, T. No. Look, T. She's got a boyfriend. Here comes the pregnant. She's got a boyfriend. Leave her alone. <laughs> I'll impregnate you from here. Soccer girl has a goalie, but doesn't mean you can't score. Touche, my friend. <laughs> Touche, my friend. <laughs> Don't take my fucking line and use it against me. me. Who can line that? Pretty much, I have like two lines. If that one and hi, I'm, I'm next. I'm next. <laughs> You're a fucking dingus. It's just a, like like I was saying. I was lost because of all the fucking dates and all the shit that was going on. That really I felt like has a lot nothing of, to yeah. do no. with the story. It's like, like, a lot not, of it's, like almost, it's not relevant. It's almost like filler. Yeah, it's not relevant to the fact, really. Because like I don't need to know when they went to fucking. When they went to like fucking moon or some shit. Got my answer though. I don't know who the fuck that guy was at five? Oh, Van Gundy. Yuri. 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 Oh yeah, we read this fucking la- like what last year or two years ago. Is that we read it when it came reading, out. Dude? What? Was that what he was reading the one day? Mm-hmm. I mean, you were just texting back and forth. <laughs> so, like I don't know what. It was. <laughs> see, for me, like, if I'm hearing something, like, I, I'm i better visually. If I could see what's going on, then... I wish they did it into yeah. the whole movie, man. Like, I've, I'd be like, okay. I've been wanting that for a fucking like, year. Like, okay. I can, Just make it into a movie. You might as well. Yeah. You can make it into a short movie. Make it, like, an hour. Mm-hmm. You don't even gotta fucking... You yeah, that's that's what I was telling him when I was watching all the Black uh, Ops 3 uh, cutscenes. I was mm. like, I Just started, like, oh, original. this makes sense. Like, You could, dude. Oh, my God. Shit, my pants. What? If it was a Netflix like exclusive fucking like TV series, mm. I would cry. Boner. Boner. Wait, what? 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 She's stroking that ear. What are you saying? What else? What? <laughs> stroking the ego. Yeah. Steve, she wants you to stop making her into a sex doll, alright? What the fuck? What? Human being. Yeah. Foul creatures. She's not just a piece of meat. <laughs> Big forehead. Hello, foul she's a bitch. Human. <laughs> I'm not she's doing nothing. An oomen. She's oomen. Is it man? You're a fucking straight up dingus. Yeah, you rhinoceros. <laughs> <laughs> Calling me fat? No, rhinos are fucking awesome. 
Yeah. Canada's are fucking awesome. They are. They're like living tanks. Yeah. Well, no. Have you ever seen a full-grown moose? Have you ever seen a moose snow? Yeah. I've seen a moose by a train. Yeah, and the train stopped. <laughs> Don't be a fucking jerk off. <laughs> Those are my people, like, man. Video, there's just like his gun, just the conductor. First of all, what the fuck are you watching? It came up. <laughs> it was a long time ago. What a jerk. And the you, the moose is just running on the tracks. It could run off. Like it could get off the train. Like a train can't stop. He didn't. He was chilling. He was galloping along, and was like, the guys was like, "Get out of the way! Oh, you show, Get out of the way!" And the train just keeps going. It's <laughs> like, "Oh my god, that's fucked up." <laughs> oh my god, moose going through snow though. Forget about you it. You see that? No. I'll show you after this. Oh, one. I can't wait! I'm so excited. It's a big ass moose just. Plowing through snow. <laughs> snow is like blowing out the sides. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that thing is fucking crazy. Yeah, I remember that. You don't gotta read so fast. I think that's why you're fucking up. You're reading like really fast. If you slow down and you. I wanna, I wanna try and get through it so we can get to the other stuff. I understand where he's coming from. I mean, we don't got. We got time. I know, but I don't want it to be yeah. too fucking long. I have to order a pizza in front of you. <laughs> you don't mind if we have that sandwich? Jesus, God. You done fucked up, bro. You done and fucked How much was your pen? Let me get the vacuum. Nigga, let's just grab me a water. Uh, I pulled my fucking hammy. <laughs> my hammer. Jesus, God. Anybody need anything? Nick, my you're a baby hippo? Donnie? I'm good, I still got it. Corey? What do we got? Water? I got some. Remember? It's on top of the Snapple. Jets are getting into a brawl. What's going on here? Supposedly there's a fucking brawl at the, the Jets Redskins. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because the Jets are degenerates. I don't know. Give me a hat. Christies. Give me a hat. I ain't gonna take my hat. Give me a hat. Go ahead, see. Give me a good one. Now you can wear that one. No, I won't. And now you can sweat and die in it. Just pretty much. <laughs> you want another one? Hat? You want a different one? No, it's fine. It's Nikolai. Oh, how do you we say about slamming on the table? Fuck. Well, this is not going in the podcast, so. Who would get it? All right, so one day I'll take a trip to see you guys. T, we're here. We're waiting for you. Waiting for you, T. I've uh, been waiting. waiting. Okay, that's sounds T, you, so you have to, you have to catch me at Kangaskhan. T, you don't want to come here. I'll be honest. You don't want to come to this Yeah, place. you don't want to come yes, here. Yes, you do. I don't know why I'm talking into my phone when you're over there. <laughs> Corey, you want a piece of this? Don't come do here. Do I want a piece of that? Yeah. Is the sky blue and the jet's color is green? Green and white. There's bear shit in the woods. Unless it's in the zoo. Oh. Zoo! We're not talking about zoo. Are the Dodgers your favorite baseball team? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, how am I going to cut this though? Go get a knife. I don't want to cut. I don't want to get up. <laughs> I don't want to go upstairs. Give me my pocket knife. Just eat it. <laughs> what? Why? Nah, you what do you got to cut it for? Show him. Because he's, he's, he's having it. There you go. Show him. Lady in the Trampet. Show him. Yeah. Can you shove that in your mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. Do it right now. I don't know. Are there mottos on this? This is good. No. This is getting weird here. All right. Uh, Are you ready to go? 
questions yeah, just, are you ready to go? I'm ready. I'm just ready. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where did my water bottle go? Up your ass. Four. Did you take it? No, I just put it down there. He thought it was his. Uh, he was like, yeah, I definitely was going to try to snack that. All right. You got to stay hydrated. Let us continue on this journey. <laughs> what? I got all bread. I fucking hate my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, that's the thing that sucks. This mayo is just... <laughs> that's the problem, man. That's why I don't, I don't do mayo anymore. All right, we are back from a commercial break. Hey, sir. Ow! What the... Just so I know oh, where it's you. <laughs> Long. Now you know where we are. Shit. Why are you kicking oh, me? I was like, I only touch it all I the time. I saw you spray your fucking leg and touch me. You see where my leg is? You threw the leg. Why are you looking at his dick? <laughs> what are you kicking me for? I didn't do nothing. I'll <laughs> have <laughs> Nikolai. Maggot. <laughs> what? Put the lean tower of sandwich. Yeah. That thing's going to split down pizza, the middle. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> pizza. All right, we good? You not having a sweaty fucking napkin? He used all my napkins for some reason. Because I wiped my sweat with it. That's You're inconsiderate. Use another Give me the fucking... Shit. Oh, my God. I don't have anything. No, they're yeah, right there. Right next to that beanie baby on the left, there's there's baby wipes. <laughs> you need the baby wipes? Oh, the baby wipes. What? These are ass wipes. They're fucking... Oh, Jeez, my... Wipe your ass with these. We're fucking... I got ass wipes right Look, now. I... Put them on the fucking table! What do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> that was unnecessary. You want me to open it for you too? He wants you to. No, because then they're gonna dry out and get ruined. <laughs> ruined. You're a fucking asshole. Dude, how are they gonna? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking sandwich, man. Why do they put this thin ass piece of bread on this beefy set of meat? I don't dude. know. Go ask your boy at Lucky Seven. Oh my god, dude. Do right. Who why. double mails the fucking bread? I do. Well, he may ask for it. I didn't ask for it. He didn't ask for it. So. Double mayo. Not, you know why? Because he didn't. I'm gonna <laughs> eat it. It's just a matter of how I'm gonna eat it. He didn't shred the meat. It's You're fucking, supposed to shred the meat. It's bullshit. You're supposed to shred the meat because then it don't slip. But your boy had like he's definitely fucking professional like your boy here. I'll tell you. I'm professional. <laughs> <laughs> not using my mouth. Okay. All right. Let's go. That. Now what? Nothing. Now fucking what? <laughs> as soon as I take a bite, you start talking to me. <laughs> what? Just... What do you have to say? <laughs> what do you have to say? I was talking to Donnie. Well, why would you look at me? I looked at him. Yeah, he did. He looked at me. <laughs> fucking liars, bro. Collusion. Mm. You call me a fucking liar. Collusion. 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 All right, let's go. All right, we good, go. guys? We getting back in this? You should talk. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Dimension, <laughs> Dimension 63 slash Origins, Mob of the Dead, and Shadows of Evil. Damn. I'm going back in time, bitches. Oh, oh son of a bitch, Flashpoint. 1200s. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Barry Allen. <laughs> January 15th, 19, 1292. The Great War Between Humanity and the Apothecons begins. So it begins a lot. Later in their history. Yeah. Because it happened in what? what five? Are we? Five AD? Yeah. So the war in the first part was in five AD. Now in 
Dimension 63. 63. It happens a lot later in history. Okay. April 14th, 1294, Sir Pablo Marinus is saved from the clutches of a Margua by four unknown heroes. They would later become known as Primus. December 31st, 1299, together with the Keepers, Primus defeats the Apothecons, bringing the Great War to an end. 1300s. January 1st, 1300. Before they seemingly disappear from history, Primus instructs the Wolf King to begin building Durazendrak. I feel like I'm... You're reading the same I'm thing. I'm reading the same thing. You're not. Yeah, well, but I'm not. That's like the weird thing. It changes. February 18th, 1300. Pablo begins dump, documenting the Great War, including all he has learned from the Keepers, Apothecons, and Element 115. Regarding Element 115's power... He notes that a site in northern France contains massive deposits of the element, which is where Origins takes place. Excavation site. <coughs> June 4th, 1300, in northern France, a tomb is constructed to honor the fallen soldiers of the Great War. Within it, statues of Primus are constructed to symbolize the hope that if one day a dead, a great evil falls upon mankind, they may return. No, that's or- Origins? That's Origins. The, the pretty much origins takes place in northern France. Okay. Yes, it does. 1800s. We skip about 500 years. Almost 600. July 17th, 1898. Edward Edward Richthofen's parents die. Oh, no. 1900s. Oh, my guy. February 20th, 1905. Takio Masaki fights in the Battle of Mukden. 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 August 11th, 1906, Richthofen begins his studies at Heidelberg University under the, under the tutelage of Dr. Ludwig Maxis. Ooh. Having lost his parents, Richthofen comes to view him as a father figure. <laughs> 1910s. July 3rd, 1912, Richthofen and Maxis join group, group 935. June 4th, 1914, Richthofen is visited by another version of himself, handing him some blood vials. Oh. He explains, you will need this blood when the time comes. So it will we, protect you. So we don't know where that... Do we know where that Richthofen came from? Um, no. That's Primus Richthofen, isn't it? No. no. We're talking about Primus Richthofen. Maybe a, another version of the Primus, Primus Richthofen came back to him. Yeah. I think it's probably his Just reset. some, like, so a like, future himself. Like a... Like blood of the dead when he talks to himself. Yeah, it's like again. a future. It's like a future. That's just a different dimension one. Yeah. Okay. I think I think it, it's it might be just himself, like a paradox kind of thing. Because we have the answer of, um, Ultimus Richthofen already. Because didn't he go back in time and kill him, in Darius? Yeah, he killed so, Ultimus Richthofen. So he is out of the picture. Pretty much. But they didn't, didn't they have the blood vials before. They, they, well, Richthofen already, already had, had Richthofen already, already had his own blood vials. Okay, that's why when you see the the trailer for the giant, yeah, he has has the blood vials. And same with if if you look at him in Origins, he has blood vials on his on his uh, outfit. So Richthofen is doing some shady shit by not telling anybody what he's doing. Yeah, by going back and doing all this. But shit. technically, you can't. Like Welcome. you guys say, like you you think you think Richthofen's a bad guy. Like I totally understand. But you got to take into effect he wasn't exposed to the M- the premise Richthofen wasn't exposed to the MDP, which made him go insane. I don't think he's necessarily a bad guy. I just think he's do- <laughs> bless you. He's doing <clears throat> shit. He's doing things that that he's not telling anyone. So 
in my mind that leads me to believe that it's something he's doing some shady shit in the grand scheme of things he's not he's he's doing something that he doesn't want anybody else to know but him but and, it also but, could be protecting himself. but also he could be protecting everyone from not knowing what's yeah going he on. could be but yeah. again but you, you don't, don't know that you don't know but if he doesn't like what you said he's protecting himself that's just a selfish thing if he's not if he's just doing it to help himself and not anybody else then it's then it's just a shitty situation for everyone else but Richtofen what do I mean <laughs> Literally just took that. That's a dick move, but... <laughs> <laughs> I hope you know I spit on it. Wait, what happened? <laughs> took my... So the thing wouldn't get wet. <laughs> just took it. What I mean by protecting himself is like he's protecting, he knows the grand scheme. But he's protecting himself from other people finding out so it doesn't get ruined. I think he's protecting... He's trying to protect that dimension, I think. I don't know. Actually, I don't know about that. I think he's trying to protect himself. I think that's the... I think that's, like, the the main thing. I, I don't think he gives a shit about anyone else. I think all he cares about is himself. And the greater good. He, he's for a better tomorrow. Which he says, but I don't... I don't fucking buy his but, bullshit. But... He... He could be... Yes, but it could be evil too. Yeah, he I could mean, do it for control. He could I mean, do we all, it just we all to saw, rule, I guess. We all saw Infinity War, right? No. You gonna watch it? No. I know what happens though. Okay. I mean, if you take Thanos as in, in effect, he did it. He's doing it for a technically a greater good. Yeah. In his mindset. In, in his, his mindset. Mind, no. So Rick talking could be doing the same thing. In his mindset, could be the greater good. I don't trust him. I don't. I think he's gonna. Fu- he's gonna f- turn somewhere down the road. He's gonna be a good guy. He, I don't think so. I trust that guy a hundred and ten percent. Get out. <laughs> there's no. <laughs> there's no way. Like, it, if you have any, like, any kind of knowledge, you wouldn't trust him. Because he hasn't done anything to be trusting about. He's my guy. What has he done? What, he, he got the I souls and he put them in the house. I can't trust the, the, the old Ultimus Richtofen. But he's, he's dead. dead. He's dead. I trust the new one. I don't. I, I do. I don't. I do. I got all faith in this guy. I, I don't see it. I don't. Yeah, but then who's the savior? What? I don't know. Me. <laughs> <laughs> John comes out from the heavens. <laughs> all right. Let's, okay. let's continue. Let us continue on this journey. So sorry. <laughs> Um, January 5th, 1915, <clears throat> Maxis invents the Mauser prototype. The p- starting pistol and origins. <clears throat> August 25th, 1916, the Journal of Sir Pablo Marinus, Knight of the Great War, is discovered by Group 935. March 23rd, 1917. Using information gathered from Pablo's journal, Group 935 begins work at a dig site in northern France, where they discover a series of underground tombs. Sorry. God bless you? No. (laughs) (laughs) April 21st, 1917, Group 935 discover what appears to be the entrance of the tomb's main chamber. They struggle to gain access. May 11th, 1917, unable to access the main chamber, soldiers listen to a gramophone to alleviate their frustration. 
We're listening to a record recording of La Source Noire. The entrance to the main chamber unexpectedly opens. That's my jam. The camp's exposure to element 115 begins. May 21st, 1917, using information for Pablo's journal and the tomb's main chamber, Maxis draws schematics for the creation of four elemental staffs and instructs Richthofen to begin their construction. Let me go blow my nose so I don't keep sniffing. Why don't you bring the whole box of tissues over? I don't want to blow my nose over there. It's okay. T will understand. She'll find it attractive. So, guys, have you ready? The Dark Knight is on Netflix now. So, if you're, uh. Yeah, right. John, John has seen it 74 times. Interested in seeing it again? And you think, and you think <laughs> I'm joking? I'm not. Um, well, the Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be the last Netflix Disney Marvel movie. Watch it. I know a couple of the people what? in this room really like. When Ant-Man and when Ant-Man and the Wasp comes Thank on God. Netflix, Netflix is going to be the last Marvel movie Thank they God. quit because um, that's when Netflix. I'll watch it. Why? The, the contract's probably over. Yeah, and Disney's going to have their own their own streaming yeah. service probably. Yeah. 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 Why it wasn't that bad? You keep messing this. Ant-Man and Oh, I like it. I like it. Okay. All right, bring us home, Zachariah. Bring it on, baby. Zachariah. We got a long way to home. Oh fuck! Here we Don't go. tell me that. Um, May 29th, ninety. We do have a long way because we're only at we, Origins hasn't even started yet, and we still got to go through True. the fucking Bob of the Dead shadows on all the other maps. <laughs> Well, now it's now it's gonna start getting good and start piecing uh, yeah. together now. May 29th, nineteen seventeen. The more Maxis reads of the Great War, the more he begins to question his understanding of the scientific world, and the true nature of the universe itself. He finds himself open to the possibility of a higher power. June eleventh, nineteen seventeen. As a group nine three five experiments with element one one five, they su- successfully create localized energy fields which appear to function as portals. Noting that objects can pass through them, Maxis speculates that the rifts may have opened gateways across space and time. The rifts allow Samantha to reach out to Maxis from Agartha. She begs for his help and ultimately reveals she is, she is his daughter. So pretty much this Samantha is Ultimus's, Maxis's, Maxis from Ultimus timeline, whatever, uh, his daughter. So the Maxis in Dimension 63 has never had a daughter. So is that why you keep hearing her in, in Origins? Throughout yes. Origins? Because she's stuck in Agartha and she needs your help. Okay. June 15th, 1917, an ancient box with the power to manifest weapons from different eras arrives through a portal. Maxis fears that Element 115 is disrupting the space-time continuum. Ancient box, we all know, is the mystery box. Mystery box. Which I kind of feel that Monty gave to them through the portal. What, just to help him out? Dr. Monty. I like Dr. Monty. July 1st, 1917. Following the installation of Elma 115 power generators, reports surfaced regarding ancient figures emerging from the dig site, corresponding with the mysterious deaths of a number of Group 935 soldiers. The ancient figures are undead knights from the Great War. August 3rd, 1917, Nikolai Valensky is sent to, into exile. Man, your guys just get shit on, Steve. 
It's all right. We're both bitter. <clears throat> September 10th, 1917. Using element 115, group 935 constructs Freya, Odin, and Thor, giant robots, who they believe will secure victory for the central power. September 22nd, 1917. Richthofen notes that in a spite... In spite of Group 935's progress at the dig site, he, tr- he is troubled by Maxis's growing obsession with Pablo's diary. October 6, 1917, Takio Masaki is dispatched to France by the Emperor to gather intel on Group 935's weapon technology. November 19, 1997, 1917, following reports of prototype armored weaponry, strange lights in the sky, a mysterious plague, and even giant metal men, Tank Dempsey is deployed in northern France to ex- assess the extent of Group 935's capabilities. December 10, 1917, already exiled in Europe, Nikolai arrives, n- ar- receives new orders from the Imperial Russian Army to investigate the enemy war machine. Still loyal to the motherland, he willingly obliges. February 23, 1918, Nikolai writes of the ongoing civil war in his homeland. He does not expect peace to last long, but he is enjoying his time in France. March, tw- March 2, 1918, learning that the Emperor wishes to meet with him to discuss a matter of great importance to our nation, Takio writes that he feels a growing sense of dread in the wake of his recent dark, twisted dreams. April 14, 1918, despite ongoing battles, Dempsey fares well in North- northern France. In a personal letter, he reveals that both the Japanese and Russian armies have also sent spies to investigate the activities of Group 935. May 1st, 1918, Maxis is obsessed with the voice of Samantha, who now speaks to him constantly. He believes her to be the key to everything. May 12th, 1918, believing, <coughs> believing that his mentor, <coughs> excuse me, believing that his mentor has been affected by Element 115, like other as Others at the dig site, Richthofen reports Maxis's erratic behavior to Group 935, 935's senior staff. May 13, 1918, Richthofen learns from Pablo's journal that the northern France dig site may be the single largest deposit of Element 115 on Earth. He believes this exper- explains why it has affected so many at the site. <clears throat> May 14, 1918, now completely consumed by Samantha's voice, Maxis swears he will no longer serve Group 935's mission. June 4th, 1918. Origins. Element-115 awakens the undead knights from the Great War and quickly consumes the camp. Maxis is red- rendered catatonic by the element. Richthofen re- removes his brain before he turns. Dempsey, Nikolai, and Takio unite with Richthofen on the battlefield and help free Samantha from her imprisonment in Argartha. Primus has been reunited. Sam- Samantha sends Primus to their next destination. Maxis's brain arrives in Agartha, and Dr. Monty decides to step in. Monty brings, his, brings Maxis's brain to the house and wipes the Maxis's, wipes the Maxis's corrupted brain. Um, what? Jesus Christ, the grammar on here. Monty brings Maxis's brain to the house and wipes the Maxis's corrupted Maxis's brain corrupted by the dark ether from from existence. 1920s. So that was the brain that you get yes. from the Maxis, Maxis drum. drum. And you you put it into Agartha mm-hmm. so it could be with Samantha. Mm-hmm. And, and Dr. Monty. And Monty. Then Monty takes that corruption and... Takes it away. And just 
he takes the corruption away or the whole he cleans he cleans the brain from from the corruption okay and then so that's he purifies probably, it and that's the maxis that he creates with the brain okay that you see in the cutscenes in okay. black ops 3 so so monty's like a god essentially pretty much i feel like he's like he's god and shadow man's like the devil if you take it that way. Yeah. Like, the Shadow Man is kind of like the leader of the... Um, the Apothecons. The Apothecons. And Monty's just like the savior, <laughs> you could say. He's Jesus. Okay. What? What? He's not you. No, no way. No, I say Jesus. He's Jesus? <laughs> he's Jesus. I thought you said, oh, he's <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to go put on my jeans. 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 <laughs> July 18th, 1922. Salvador Saldoluca. Oh, Openings gambling houses across Chicago. This marks the beginning of the DeLuca crime family. February 16, 1923, Billy Handsome joins the DeLuca crime family as a hitman. Sal will come to look at Billy as the son, the soon he never had. <laughs> September 18, 1923, an expert in gambling and rigging sports events, Michael Finn O'Leary, begins working for Sal. March 23, 1924, Finn marries Angelina Bowe, an aspiring starlight, starlet with delusions of grandeur. Whatever that means. <laughs> March 1st, 1929, Sal writes of his frustration with Chicago's finest. After many years of successful bribes with the city, it becomes clear that it, this, it, becomes clear that it is no longer an option. 1930s. May, ele May 11th, 1930. Sal begins to work with Albert Al Arlington, an associate in Los Angeles known for being a master schemer and bank robber. October 11, 1930, Finn informs his lawyer he will not accept divorce from Angel Angela, saying she can leave this marriage the day she leaves this earth. Damn. After an, LA, after an L.A. heist for Sal uh, goes wrong, Al wakes up in the hospital. October 28, 1931, while in the hospital, Al submits Icarus from Mars for publication as a comic strip. In, its, in his third attempt, it, it is denied again. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but... That might be the poster. Maybe. Comic strip? It's kind of comic booky. <clears throat> well, you also see, like, the comic, comic book, book page, like, pictures. at the start of the map yeah. and shit. So you know. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. November 11th, 1931, angry and frustrated with his, his collapsing empire, Sal kills a prostitute. No longer willing to turn a blind eye, Chicago PD arrests him. <clears throat> December 1st, 1931, in an operation against the DeLuca crime family, Billy is arrested for multiple homicides. December 19th, 9, 1931, in an operation against the DeLuca crime family, Finn is arrested by Chicago PD when his wife offers evidence against him. January 19th, 1932, Al is arrested for his role in the L.A. heist. May 14th, 1932, Sal is found guilty of murder. He is sentenced to life in prison Al Alcatraz. May 16th, 1932, Billy is found guilty of 116 counts of murder. He is sentenced to life in prison at Alcatraz. May 30th, 1932, Finn is found guilty of 16 counts of gambling fraud. He will serve his sentence at Alcatraz. June 13th, 1932, Sal and Billy arrive at Alcatraz Island. June 30th, 1932, Finn arrives at Alcatraz Island. July 1st, 1932, Alice found guilty of grand larceny 
Grand Theft Auto, Arson, Conspiracy, and Battery. He will serve his sentence at Alcatraz. And as you guys see, August 3rd, 1932, Al arrives at Alcatraz Island. Okay. <laughs> January 13th, 1933, Stanley Ferguson begins working at Alcatraz Island. April 1st, 1933, Al convinces Sal, Finn, and Billy that they can build a plane and escape Alcatraz. December, 20, December 2nd, 1933, realizing the plane will never be completed and embittered with rage, Sal, Finn, and Billy plot to get revenge on Al. And I'm guessing Al is Weasel. Bunch of assholes. <laughs> I never... Go on. I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask it later. December 31st, 1933, Finn, Sal, and Billy lure Al to the roof and kill him. January 11th, 1934, stepping through a rift, Rick Toffin secures the blood samples of Sal and Finn. January 19th, 1934, found guilty of Al's murder, Sal, Finn, and Billy are executed by electrical chair. Mob of the Dead. Sal, Finn, Billy, and Al battle waves of the undead as they find themselves trapped in a seemingly endless cycle. So pretty much it seems like they're in purgatory on Alcatraz because they're all yeah. they were all killed. Yeah. Three so, of them were murdered by electric chair, and then they murdered Al. Well, that that's where you go into the, the that ghost yeah, state, yeah. essentially. Um, 1940s. April 16th, 1940, Rick Toffin arrives in Dimension 63, where he contacts <clears throat> members of the Illuminati and enlists their help to build a laboratory facility beneath Alcatraz. April 18th, 1940, um... Rick Toffin meets with Stanley Ferguson and convinces him to assist with the luminized construction of the Alcatraz Laboratory. And reading this, I'm kind of interested. Maybe we'll get to see the facility in the new map. Well, you will because you didn't have a teleporter there. Yeah. And you don't see any of those chambers that all those characters are in. Yeah. So you're going to see that. Unless the lab is like where the, like the power thing is by the docks. But you'd think it would be like underground, you know, where the... In the, sp- I, the spiral, it, it's gotta be it's gotta be under there because you're not gonna have all those chambers and shit out in the open like that. Yeah. So and you don't see them to begin with. Mm. So you're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna show it, but I would think they do. <laughs> this fucking guy. What? What's wrong with him? What do you mean? What? <laughs> Nothing. What happened? What happened, Captain? Nothing. He's chilling. He looks. He looks very upset. No, he's good. Did I cut Pissed because he can't understand. You can't understand. Well, ask me questions. I got it. I listened to all this with you. I'm just thinking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Something went on, and I, you're just not telling me. I'm just thinking. Okay. So, in, in Blood of the Dead, I'm sure we'll see it. I'm hoping we do. I ho- that's what I'm saying. Like, I hope they add on to the map. Or they'll have a cutscene at the end after you do an Easter egg or some shit. Who the fuck knows? There goes the hand. I don't know. We ordered it last night. Actually, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Was that before or after you went to sleep? After. Okay. Okay. It was after I got home this morning. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Did you get eight hours? Four. Half is good. <laughs> July 3rd, 1941 Stanley Ferguson reports that the lab- laboratory has been completed 
and the subjects will be placed in the stasis chambers upon arrival. <clears throat> July 4th, 1941, Richthofen returns to the lab under Alcatraz where he meets Victus, arriving from the empty earth with the Cronorium. Upon reading the Cronorium, Richthofen discovers numerous timelines documenting their fates and learns about the blood vials. He would later write on the page, I know now what I must do. 4741, Richthofen enters a rift to acquire the blood of Sal and Finn. This is like written in the Cronorium. It's not the... And the Cronorium is the book that you have in Shadows of Evil. Right? Yes. Is it Shadows of Evil or is it Revelations? You get you get it in Revelations, or no? You do you do have it's the book that you got kill zombies around or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Or you activate it to get to the, the magi- next part. Yeah. In the magician's place. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that, <clears throat> and the Cronorium is is that like a thing? It's a book of everything that's happened. Or I, I think going I, to happen? I think so. It's like all the timelines and like people written wrote in it and stuff. Okay. I think it tells you more about it as you go on. Oh, sure, sure it does. Yeah. I was just trying to make it clear for. Some people that that's the book that appears in all the Black Ops three maps essentially. Like it appears in Derise and Jack when you have to hit the book to get the tablet mm-hmm. inside the uh, the tel- in the teleporter room. Yeah. Um. It appears in Shadows. I don't. I don't know if it appears in the other ones though. So Rod's that too now. You see it in Revelations though. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> 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 After delivering the blood to his younger self and recovering the blood vials belonging to Victus, he re- he returns. Victus is placed on ice to be kept safe until they are needed next. Oh, okay. So that's definitely gotta be them. Well, it is. M- Missy yeah. is the one that Tank yeah. looks at. So Primus arrives to collect the Victus blood samples from Richtofen. Um, following Primus' departure, Richtofen learns the location of the summon key and travels to his next destination. October 1st, 1941, Stanley Ferguson leaves employment at Alcatraz. October 21st, 1943, posing as Mr. Rapp, Mr. Rapt, the Shadow Man hires the reporter to discover, to recover artifacts from the South Pacific and Russia. September 14th, 1943, the reporter recovers the artifacts from the South Pacific and Russia. Among them is the summoning key. December 25th, 1943, as per Mr. Rapp's request, the reporter speaks to Stanley Ferguson, a retired guard from Alcatraz. Stanley gives a detailed account of the deaths of Al Arlington, Bill Hansom, Finn O'Leary, and Sal DeLuca. December 31st, 1943, at Mr. Rapp's request, the reporter arrives in Morgue City to take in its sights, sounds, and smells. January 15th, 1944, a meteor shower rains over Morgue City. January 30th, 1944, the reporter notes strange mold now growing all over the city. He also notes people are getting sick and acting delirious. February 13th, 1944, a fruit vendor tells the reporter about the ancient order of the keepers and how they're the only ones holding back the forces of the apocalypse. He talks about hearing chanting from beneath the city. March 30th, 1944, the reporter sends Mr. Rapp a telegram providing details and contact information for Nero Blackstone, Jessica Rose, Floyd Campbell, and Jack Vinson. Those are the Shadows of Evil guys. That's where Morgue City takes place. 
April 5th, 1944, aware of the Shadow Man's actions, Monty writes to the reporter warning him to not give the summoning key to anyone. April 10th, 1944, Jessica Rose learns a, a photographer is in possession of compromising pictures of her. April 20th, 1944, pretending to be a company executive, the Shadow Man tells Nero's lawyer that Nero's wife has taken out substantial loans in his name. Nero has 15 days to settle before the, the company seeks reparari- reparation. Facing multiple debts due to his wife's spending habits, Nero decides to kill his wife and use her life insurance to pay the debt. Masquerading as an internal affairs officer, the Shadow Man tries to convince Jack Vincent's partner to admit that Jack is on the take. Upon learning that the internal affairs is snooping around, Jack plots to kill the snitch who would provide evidence against him. Shadow Man poses as a film director interesting in hiring Jessica for a leading role. He tells her producer that the part is hers. Afraid that the pho- photograph, the photographer could je- jeopardize her chance at stardom, she asks him to meet her so they can sort stuff out. Quotations. The Shadow Man possesses, um, I know, I've just read that. Posing as a journalist, the Shadow Man suggests Floyd Campbell is a journeyman fighter. To Floyd's promoter, um, wanting to guide Wanting to guarantee his shot at the title, Floyd decides to wear brass knuckles under his gloves for his fight with Tony King. April 21st, 1944, Nero misses a call from his lawyer, informing him the documents were forged and there's nothing to worry about. Jack misses a call from his partner, saying he is he has had, he has his back with eternal affairs and has nothing to worry about. Floyd misses a call from his promoter that the fight was a success and that he has a, sh- a shot at the title. Jessica misses a call from her producer. He says he didn't have a good feeling about the director and it didn't work out. However, his, he scored her a lead in a musical he and his partner are financing. Do we all understand where we are right now? Shadows of Evil. Yeah. I know, but do you know what's happening? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much the Shadow Man is uh, manipulating their lives. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jessica kills the photographer and secures the incriminating photos. Jack kills the snitch who could turn him over to eternal affairs. Floyd kills Tony King in the boxing match and crashes in, cashes in on his winnings. Nero kills his wife in a work accident, cashing in her life insurance policy to square away the debts. Richthofen arrives in Mork City to secure the summoning key. So that's when, that's at the very end when you complete the Easter egg. Yes. And he, the rift opens and he comes in, he just, he snatches it. Sorry. That's what I was telling you last night, that's why I didn't want to say anything. Oh yeah, I, I did. Wa- I watched that cutscene to, uh, yeah. today. I remember that shit. I remember watching that. I was laying in bed, and all of a sudden, I just see him pop out of the fucking port, that portal, and I was just, I like fucking Undertaker, and I fucking stood right up. I was like, "What?" Sorry, because you didn't know that he was gonna come out of there. No. Nice. <laughs> so now he's in possession of summoning key, which has a bunch of fucking powers that we don't know about yet. Did you get your foot out of my ass? Come on, keep your ham hocks under control. Oh, fuck you both. Let's go, finish this. <laughs> <laughs> April 22nd, 1944. Rick Toffin learns the reporter has the summoning key and confronts him. The reporter waves Monty's letter at Rick Toffin and orders him to stay away before attacking him. Rick Toffin kills the reporter in self-defense. April 25th, 1944. Shadows of Evil. Oh. Nero, Jack, Floyd, and Jessica are knocked unconscious at the Black Lace Burlesque Club. They wake up in a twisted version of Morgue City, shifted slightly from reality. Told they can atone for their sins by the Shadow Man, 
All four are tricked into performing rituals. Jessica sacrifices her producer, Jack sacrifices his partner, Floyd sacrifices his promoter, and Nero sacrifices his lawyer. Wow. Completing the required rituals, the Apothecons are given access to Dimension 63. Realizing they've been duped, the four work with the Keepers to defeat the Shadow Man. They trap him in the summoning key, but before they can hand it over to the Keepers, Primus Richtofen arrives and steals the key. Richtofen travels to Dimension 20... 2210 to secure an innocent Richtofen soul. He delivers the soul to the house from within the summoning key. The shadow man states, I'll be seeing you. But he doesn't, we don't see that though. No. And so, I think that's the one that you see probably at the end of Origins cutscene. That's him. Yeah, that's Eddie. Okay. April 26, 1944, the Apothecans destroyed this Dimension 63. So they destroy Primus's dimension. Yeah. Pretty good? Pretty good? No. Not good. Um, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Decept- Deceptio Fracture slash the Giant and Dur- Durizendrak. 1940s. October 13th, 1945. The Giant. As a zombie outbreak occurs, Primus, Dempsey, Takio, and Nikolai confront Ultimus Richtofen. Um, the beginning moments, of the Giant. Yes. Moments as he teleports Maxis and Samantha. As they try to reason with him to wake their counterparts, Primus Richtofen arrives through the teleporter and kills his ultimate self, triggering fractures across space-time. As Primus fights the undead, Group 935 secure the, Demp- the Dempsey subject and transport him to Durizendrak. So, when Pr- in that beginning cutscene of the giant, how how is it that the three characters, being Dempsey, Nikolai, and Takio are not with Richtofen at that point, and Richtofen comes in the teleporter. Because maybe R- Richtofen was out doing things. And he's like, I'll, yo, I'll just meet you there? Probably, or something like that. Because he doesn't have to open the teleporter. So, like, he didn't have to, but that's what they were warning him. Like, you don't know what you'll be on, like, unleash if you open that but teleporter. But why would they tell him that? If they don't care about that Richtofen, then what does it matter? But maybe they do. Maybe they were afraid of him. Maybe they were trying unknown. to protect him. Like, you know if you open this, you're going to die. And then, I guess... He comes out, fucking blows his brains out, and at the end of it... But he's evil, though. Who? That Richtofen. That's the ultimate Richtofen. Yeah. That's right at the but, moment but where... But do, do they know that he's evil, or no? Uh, they might. I don't know. We don't because know Because if, if they know he's evil, why would they try to save him, then? I don't know. I well, think This information a... we don't know. That Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Corey? I... I think um, I think they know what's happening and what they're kind of doing, but in, they're trying to stop it in a way where they're not they don't have to kill kill anyone. Yeah, and then Rick Hoffman's just like surprise, motherfucker. Well, that was his own fucking doing. Yeah, but Rick Hoffman knows probably he know, more. He, probably he knows, knows more, more information about, about about the stuff that's going on than the the other three. Well, Primus Rick Hoffman knows more. I, yeah. I, I fucking uh, Ultimus Rick Hoffman no, just he, he knows doesn't nothing. know anything. He because just knows shit in he's his crazy. dimension. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's just that. That always confused me. That part. But pretty much when as they fight the undead there, nine three five secure Dempsey's pod that, it, that yeah, Dempsey's yeah, yeah. in, and they uh, transport him to Darius and Drag. Well, was he going to Darius and Drag? Well, Did, didn't they reroute that rocket or some shit? Well, they sent right when the you know the match starts. Yeah, that cutscene. The, the rocket goes off. Is, right is he being sent yeah, to the moon? Yeah, he's being sent up. 
but then we re- re- redirect the rocket to hit. Is he going up to the moon? Yeah. They're probably sending him to to the Griffin, uh, Griffin Station. That moon. For what reason, though? Do we not know that? Because they probably need them up there. Oh, uh, he is still alive. Yeah. Okay. And then, it's the bell, and then... Um, Primus pursues them in a German giant, which you see in the cutscene of Duraz and Jack. Yes. Um, October 29th, 1945, Dr. Groff takes control of Group 935 in Richthofen's absence, not realizing his fate at the hands of Primus. Uh, October 31st, 1945, in the wake of a haunted... In the wake of haunted dreams and rumors that Samantha may be roaming Griffin Station, Groff worries that the MDP may be corrupting the facility. November 5th, 1945, Jack. Recovering the Dempsey subject from a rocket bound for the moon, Richtofen secures his soul and reveals to Primus his intentions to set things right. Primus destroys Griffin Station and moon. And the moon. Proditone Fracture slash Zetsubo Noshima. 1940s, April 12th, 1942, overrun by undead, the rising sun facility is lost. July 8th, 1942, Division 9 begins reconstruction, or begins construction of the island facility. October 9th, 1942, with construction complete, Division 9 continue their projects at the island facility. So I think the rising sun facility is is Shadonuma, and the island facility is Zetsu. That's what I think. I know we were saying Rising Sun is Zetsu, but Division 9 is just the, the Imperial Army Division. Okay. I just want to get that corrected. Well, because, yeah, because you are on the boat. Yeah, going and then towards you boat fucking Zetsu. tips over, and then you fucking... Yep. So then that's... The, the island one is... <laughs> I've just watched Zetsu. all this right before this. So, <laughs> oh my God. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, November 5th, 1942. Um... Taki was dispatched by the Emperor to oversee the work at Division 9 at the island facility. February 6, 1943, Division 9 expands experimentation to include use of prisoners of war. Division 9 staff, um, arachnids, and mystical beasts. I don't like spiders, bro. June 15, 1943, Taki reports to the Emperor the work being done at the island facility is unacceptable. July 24, 1943, on the orders of the Emperor, Takio is taken prisoner by Division 9. He is used as a test subject for their organic plant-based experiments. September 13, 1945, Cornelia attempts to send a transmission to Peter McCann, telling him to rendezvous at the abandoned Rising Sun facility. October 18, 1945, <laughs> Zetsubo Noshima. Ugh. Primus secures oh. Takio's soul after they help him commit God. seppuku. Yes, they did. That's true. Pretty much kill himself. Yeah. Yep. Richtofen takes the crew to Dimension 63 to collect their blood for the insurance policy. They return to the island before traveling to their next destination. So pretty much they, this is where Blood of the Dead takes, takes, takes place. Yes. Argonia Fracture. Gorad Crowley. Nineteen forty, <laughs> November eleventh, nineteen forty-two. Groff confirms that Division Nine has completed the resurrection of the ancient beasts for the Battle of the Eastern Front. 
So pretty much when you teleport to that one room at Zetsu, you see like the broken eggs. Yeah. They're creating dragons. Dragons. Okay. Uh, reports suggest that the specimens are still extremely dangerous, but the Germans' stalemate at the Eastern Front with the Russians will soon come to an end. Thanks for their, thanks for their involvement, to their involvement. January 3rd, 1943, the Russians used stolen Group 935 research to create the Russian Gigant, or Gig, I don't know, Gigant, the Russian Mangler, and the Raygun Mark II, or Mark III. February 2nd, 1943, <laughs> uh, the Battle of Stalingrad doesn't end. Thanks to, te to technological advancements on both sides, World War II continues indefinitely. February 13th, 1943, working with Maxis at the Kino facility, Sophia reveals she has, she was attacked by Subject 26. February 14th, 1943, having learned Sophia was attacked by Subject 26, Maxis kills her and transfers her, her brain into a machine. The Strategic Operations Planning Heuristic Intelligence Analyzer, shortened for Sophia. Sophia is transported to Stalingrad to oversee 935 operations, and that was on July 7th, 1943. September 2nd, 1943, Harvey Yenna reports that dragons have proven beneficial to the war effort at Stalingrad. He confirms that Di Diglock research continue to explore time displacement and movement across dimensions. November 6th, 1943, Sophia confirms the existence of Project Rasputin, the Russian mangler sol soldier. Rasputin. <laughs> Rasputin. Blueberry. <laughs> January 11, 1944. Sophia confirms the Russian gigant robot has set back the German advance. April 14, 1945. Sophia declares the Battle of Stalingrad is nearly victory, is nearing victory for German forces, and that Valkyrie drones have been deployed to locate any resistance strains and attempt capture. After release of large cons. Concentrations of L-115. Oh, I didn't do anything that time, I swear to God. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you guys laughing at me? No. No. Me? Yeah. Why? Just just tell me. Keep going. You said no, no word. <laughs> Accidentally. Nice. No. 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 Like accidentally. Accidentally. Yeah. You didn't realize you said it, but you said it accidentally. <laughs> what? It's... See you next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not bad. I don't mind saying I said that. You, say, you said he couldn't say Yeah. No? Yeah. yeah, you did. You said in the beginning you can't say that. Oh. That was one of the no no words. I didn't even. I said that word? Yeah. When? D when so, you said yeah. concentration, you were like, con. Yeah, you stopped. But, right. but that wasn't like. No, but it, no, was, it, but it was like it was. Like, I mean, was, I get it. And it was kind of. I was like. I wouldn't yeah. I didn't mean to say that. I, I no, know. No, it was funny. No, that's why we were laughing. But you made us explain it. So oh, yeah. I, I Concentrations of element 115 <laughs> by German forces. <laughs> the city becomes largely populated by the undead. Nikolai and his comrades continue to fight the, for what remains of Stalingrad. September 2nd, 1945. World War II still rages on. Stalingrad has turned into a three way conflict between Dragon's Machine and the undead. Without any remaining human survivors, Sophia is now trapped in the city. November 6, 1945, drifting through space and time in his ethereal form, Gersh arrives in the, in, the, in the fracture. Gorod Krovi. Primus arrives, frees Sophia, and acquires Nikolai's soul. Richthofen teleports the souls of Dempsey, Takio, and Nikolai to Maxis at the house. Monty announces his existence to, the Primus, to Primus for the first time. April 25, 1952, 
While traveling to Shangri-La, Brock and Gary's plane crashes in the mountains as a result of a freak atmospheric event. Another side effect of the temporal rifts created by Primus while traveling to Gorod Krovi. November 6, 1963, hiding in a closet at the Pentagon, McNamara records a message confirming that John F. Kennedy, Richard Nixon, and Fidel Castro have died as a result of zombie outbreak. He dies moments later. So pretty much whatever they're doing in that dimension is changing the history. Because in the history that I read before, they, they lived. So pretty much whatever they're doing is ruining the events that happened in with the Ultimates team. So I almost want I want I almost want to say Monty knows this is happening. So he's I feel like he's trying to enforce. Talk to Monty. Like, I think he has an idea of like that they're ruining different histories. That and he's just letting it go. No, I I think because he he wants to fix it and have it his way too. But we find out what he want like. Maybe Monty wants to fix what happened with Ultimates. because because what everything they're doing is ruining yeah it's ruining different it's, things it's, but but it's going to ruin the house and the purity of of the children no it won't because their souls are there it doesn't but matter but doesn't it ruin it cuz in in the end of revelations that cut scene where he's like you guys are ruining this well it doesn't make sense because he's the one that's essentially directing them through this whole thing it's his doing yeah He's so, using them to get his angle. So it, it can't be... He can't be looking to change something that he already set forward. You know what I mean? Like, if he's if he's taking them on this path, he wouldn't have them do things that's going to fuck that up in the future or down the timeline. Don't they end up fucking up somehow, though? No. Because isn't it in the end cutscene? Isn't he pissed? Yeah, because they took the blood vials. Yeah. Blood vials keep them alive. Right. But so, he didn't want that to happen. No, he they were That wasn't to, part of his plan. They were supposed to cease f- from existence. The premise. So that's why he keeps sending them back in time. And that continuous loop. loop. Where he sends them back to the Great War with the stabs and shit. And then he they go through time and they do all that shit. Just to get to that point in Revelations again, and he sends them back again. And it's just a complete loop over and over again throughout all those fucking, all those time frames. I just no. don't know why he keeps doing that, though. Just, I don't know. Because, so I mean, maybe he has his way. Maybe to, and keep, by maybe to keep, keep the them time, busy. or no, keep the timeline intact. So they keep doing what he needs to keep, so and, he can do what he needs to do. And then they went off and they got the blood vials, so they're going to break out of that cycle that he has them on. Essentially, yeah. That's what I was trying to tell you last night. Or that mm-hmm. at the at the end of Revelations, he sends you back like you start disappearing. Yeah. And you get sent back to Primus, which is there's a picture and a mural in Shadows of Evil mm-hmm. of four dudes standing on top of a rock with staffs in their hands. Oh and mm-hmm. that's that's that picture. Right. So they want it. So I I just don't think they want him in control. They don't want him to have his way because that's why they're going out and they're getting these blood vials and they're going to these different places. Or maybe they just don't trust him. They don't well, know who that Monty too. is, really. Dr. Monte. Yeah. So The only one who probably knows is like Rick Toffin. Rick Toffin would know everybody. Who maybe he doesn't know. I don't know. I don't... 
But like, like but they you, wouldn't know. You though. can see like when he get in the blood blood of the dead trailer, he gets the chronorium from himself. Yeah. And he reads it. He's like, I don't know what this means. Changed. Yeah. Everything's changed. So like maybe they keep changing things every time they keep going around. Maybe. Try to like get out of the cycle. That could be a thing too. Yeah. But like you don't see that. But though. Monty doesn't know. Well, what they're doing. And they always get to that point where they're still alive when they should when they should cease to exist. Yeah. And then that's why he keeps sending them back. But we don't see that. What? We only see like, like you said, if they keep going back and they keep changing stuff and doing things, we don't know about that. The well, only we don't th- know. But like him saying that the chronorium was changed means that things are things are being changed. Well, because well, those things that are being done, we only know of one of them, and that's them getting the blood vials. Mm-hmm. Well, that too. But they're also with them taking the souls. It also changes the timeline, as well, yes. because them taking the souls doesn't it, it affects the Ultimus timeline. Pretty much whatever happened in Ultimus timeline is getting destroyed, because if you see like the, you know, in five, all those guys were they they were alive. They yeah. were, they survived the undead, but now with them screwing with everything, people people dead. aren't doing certain things that they that led them on yeah. that path. So they're ruining that timeline. People are dying now. So, like, Brock and Gary were supposed to be in uh, Shangri-La, but their plane crashed and they died. So there's a lot, a lot of stuff that's sh- yeah, happened, it's, it's but just like, it's, it's getting ruined. Yeah. It's because you're, you're, you're fucking with history and all that shit. Yes. So. All that shit. Okay. I think this is, this is pretty much, this is pretty much like the end. Okay. Okay. Agartha slash Revelations and comic. I guess they mixed the comic in here. Unknown. The summoning key. The keepers craft the summoning key, a device that allows to manipulate, allows them to manipulate the ether, holding power over reality itself. They use it to create Agartha. And I'm guessing Agartha is the place where they are, is the house. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The first transfer transference device. The keepers master the abilities to travel between dimensions. Which I'm guessing is the the like the MB, MDP or whatever. Give me a second. You good? Yep. Okay. Um, the dark ether. Some keepers begin to experiment with the dark ether, which corrupts and corrodes their souls. Among them is the shadow man. Uh, the ether pyramid. The corrupted keepers create the ether pyramid, a device capable of absolute power. Uh, a schism forms between them and those keepers untainted by the dark ether. Um, the war of Agartha begins. War begin breaks out between the corrupted and the uncorrupted keepers. The war of Agartha ends. Facing defeat, the corrupted keepers hide the ether pyramid on a moon within one of one of the newly discovered dimensions. After banishing the corrupted keepers to the dark ether beneath creation, the remaining keepers take on the mantle of guardians. Trapped in the dark ether, the corrupted keepers confront and evolve over eons, ultimately becoming the Apothecons. They desire, above all else, to return to Agartha. The first arrival. With Dr. Monty's help, the Maxis drone arrives at the house in Agartha. Despite the absence of his soul, Monty recreates a physical manifestation of his Dimension 63 form. The arrival of Samantha. 
Monty brings Samantha into the house, reuniting her with the Dimension 63 incarna incarnation of her father. So pretty much that's the Samantha from Ultimus Dimension. Yes. Samantha's corruption. <clears throat> Knowing that Samantha is corrupted by the Dark Aether, Monty takes her away from Maxis in the house. The isolation of Maxis. Alone in the house and missing his daughter, Maxis wonders if Richtofen will have the courage to fulfill the vow he made all those years ago. The rediscovery of the empty earth. Having observed Monty for some time, Maxis uses the teleporter in the basement of the house to study and explore other dimensions. Among them is the empty earth, where an alternate Maxis had constructed Zero Base, a facility that houses artifacts and replic replicas collected from multiple from a multitude of different timelines. However, his attempts to manipulate the empty earth created a reality too fragile to, to be sustained. The Restoration of Innocence Monty, re Monty returns Samantha to Maxis. Her innocence is, is restored. Monty's Plan Monty explains to Maxis that the paradox wrought by a multiverse must be resolved. A new reality can be created, one free of the Apothecons, but only if they enlist the aid of souls who had lived through and survived the fracturing. The Cronorium Secured Among the artifacts and that Maxis collected in Zero Base, is an ancient book known as the Cronorium, a, a complete chronicle of the entire history and future of rea all reality. Protected by various countermeasures, the facility can only be accessed by those possessing a soul. Richtofen's journey begins. Maxis tells Richtofen the plan to secure the Cronorium and locate the Summoning Key. Hearing the echoes of his other selves, Richtofen discovers a connection with, with Samuel Stuhlinger and decides to use Victus to acquire the Cronorium. The Manipulation of Stuhlinger Having overseen the construction of a laboratory beneath Alcatraz, Richtofen returns to the house where he begins to communicate with Stuhlinger. Together they persuade Victus to travel to a variety of locations in order to recover the Cronorium. The Cronorium retrieved. Upon arriving at Zero Base, Victus provides blood samples that allow to them to access the empty earth and recover the Cronorium. The blood acquired uh, Richtofen collects the Victus blood samples from undead Richtofen. The arrival of Edward. Richtofen collects Eddie's innocent soul from Dimension 2210, and Monty, Monty gives him a physical form in the house. Samantha meets Edward. Eddie and Samantha meet each other for the first time. Samantha writes in her diary that Edward doesn't like to share toys. The happiness of the children. Monty brings Eddie and Samantha more toys. The, f the f fragility of the memory. Maxis notes that teleportation and travel between dimensions could have a profound impact on the mind. He fears that the confusion causes by the collision of memories past, present, and future could lead to the collapse of its reality itself. The arrival of the souls. The souls arrive. Maxis tells Ed, Samantha and Eddie to put the toys away and to make sure the windows are locked before they come down to the basement. Children the children reborn. As each soul arrives, Monty transforms them into their younger selves and returns their innocence. The arrival of Primus. Primus brings the summoning key to the house where Re Maxis unwittingly releases the Shadow Man, who in turn frees the Apothecons from the Dark Aether, unaware that they will be wiped from existence once they have served their final purpose. Primus battles alongside Monty in his final battle against the Shadow Man. Revelations. With the Shadow Man and the Apothecons vanquished, Monty discovers that Primus has consumed the blood of souls from dimensions that no longer exist. The paradox must be solved. Done. 
So they're taking the blood just to stay stay around. Stay alive, yeah. That's pretty much why they're they, the blood vials. So what happens when they run out of the blood? Do they just go to another dimension and just take it? Because they're getting it from dimensions that no longer exist. Yeah. So, like, Dimension 63 was destroyed. Yeah. But they're still around they're because still they going, have the blood. Yeah. But they're still going there. Because Mob of the Dead takes place in Dimension 63, and so does Shadow, Shadow, uh, Shadows of Evil. Well, for starters, kudos to Zach. Because <laughs> I know I wouldn't have read that shit. <laughs> no way. And that is the second time I read that. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 very confusing. There's a lot of shit that's unanswered and like the whole time. Which I'm fine with. Yeah, I'm okay with it being. And like I feel like they're gonna answer a lot of questions in the next Black Ops Four because I, I really feel like they're not gonna leave you with just Blood of the Dead and that's it. Like me remastered. I feel like they might continue on with that. Yeah. Because they're also if if you pre-order like the deluxe deluxe and the prestige edition. You get a map called Classified, which has to do with like the Ultimus team. So, yeah, I have I got the deluxe. So, there's a lot of uh, questions that will be answered. They said. So. Hopefully, they they take you kind of like on a journey where, it sh- it, you ha- it uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. It has you go through different, I guess, paths on their journey that they don't really talk about too often. To get like where they change certain shit, or if they get certain stuff along the way, that's gonna essentially lead them away from the path of yeah. Doctor Monty. So pretty much, Monty used them to get what he wanted. Yeah, which was to get uh, to have a timeline where the Apocons never existed. Yeah, and that's why he's taking the souls and all that stuff. And then, does he want to put those souls on? An empty, which is empty earth. earth. That's what I'm saying. I think because aren't because aren't the souls that go into the house aren't they pure? Yeah. So he wants to put put those pure souls on the earth to like what repopulate it, I guess. I guess or make without, a without without zombies without element one one five for it to never exist. So he's looking out for the greater good, yeah, essentially. Pretty much. But Richtofen probably figures out what Monty's up to that he's using them. But but if you're Richtofen, then why wouldn't you want that? But maybe he doesn't want to. Maybe there's, maybe there's different clash that we don't see as well. Yeah, true. You know, different stuff. I, I still think Richtofen knows a lot more than he puts out. Oh, he definitely does. And I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. But we will eventually find hopefully out. Hopefully, find out. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Because there's a lot of like unanswered shit, which I'm I'm okay with. Oh yeah. Like when Origins came out and it gave us that cutscene, everyone was like, "Well, what the fuck is going on now?" And a lot of people weren't happy with the Revelations cutscene either. Oh no, it, like, I feel like it wasn't, it was good, but it wasn't like... It didn't live up to it. No, and it was like, kind of like how they left off Origins. But Origins was, Origins had a little bit better of a... It was juicy, but it was like, oh my god, you gotta, you're making us wait. Which I'm cool with, but... He's cool with it! He's cool with it. But like, they didn't really do that in Revelations though. Because Revelation, it kind of, it just ended it. It ended. But did it ever say to be continued? No, it said the end. Oh, yeah, it did say the end. And, uh, the end. Uh, after Gorard Kroby, after you finish that, it that says, it says to, to, to be to continued, be, then Revelation. To be concluded, up. and then yeah. it says the end. But 
It really should have put the end with a question mark. Yeah, yeah. It just because you know that story's not over. No. Because there's still a lot of places where they have to go and get the shit. I feel like they're just gonna delve into like what they did before Revelations happened. Like a prequel. Maybe. It's gotta be because isn't Cause Revelations blood, the ending? Revelations is pretty much the end. Because after that, then they just go back in time. Yeah. Then Monty sends it back. Mm-hmm. But I need one more. <laughs> Let's do it. How much am I paying for this one? First one's always free. Yeah, first one's always free. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what am I getting? Um, you want? Oh, oh that's mystery. nothing. You don't have <laughs> enough of that gumball to use. <laughs> <laughs> mystery. That's a nothing gumball. Do um. Give me one. Do we want to leave? Do we want to leave? The oh, p- you got power vacuum. Oh, power vacuum. Do we want to leave the the podcast off with there, or do we want to keep going with our brackets? Um, we want to listen two part. Well, I think the second part's gonna be short. Well, I mean, this is this is gonna take that long. Is he gonna get it? No, oh, there's no red cell. I know, found that out the well, way too. I think we could go for like an hour on these, right? Oh yeah. So there's a lot of different things that we can debate about and yeah. talk about. All right, so. Yeah. This will be the end of the first half of the podcast. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll finish the recording here. What is that? Two Ooh. hours. Yeah, dude. It's fine. I thought the whole thing would be two hours. <laughs> okay. It'll probably be like an hour and a half when you cut it. Yeah. Maybe. So we can we can end it here, and then we'll just pick right back up. Yeah. Okay. In, in part two of the, the bonus episode. So uh, okay. just, just stay tuned, and then... You could probably hit play on the next one because it's going to come out at the same time. Yeah. We'll just press play on the second part. and you're, you're Go right ahead. The second part is just going to be our favorite maps, wonder weapons, maybe some predictions for the next one, perks, Easter eggs, all that good shit, and kind of some of our memories that we have playing zombies through the years and what we like and what we don't like. All right. See you guys in a little bit. Hope you guys enjoyed. Stay tuned for part two. Woo! Adios. I stopped that. Woo!